This is Shannon Ashley from Ashley Photography, and you are listening to From Nothing to Profit. Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. So I'm really excited. I have my friend Shannon Ashley on from Northern Alabama. And we have a really cool story where we met. I mean, it was, I guess, over a year ago now we met at After Dark. Um, and it, we've been fast friends ever since. And so we hung out at Sync this year. And uh, next year we're speaking together at Sync. And in some aspects, I think like you're like my soulmate of a friend because you're hilarious and you always make my day brighter and make me laugh pretty hard. So thanks so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you for asking me. Yeah. Yes. Welcome, so, Shannon. We are, I'm excited to have you too. Oh, you guys are both great. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So here's, let me tell you a little bit more. So Kai, this is how, this is how I met Shannon. So I was, I went to after dark and I was doing like this walkabout with Mark, Marcy and Christy and Shannon was there and I, I hadn't met her at all, but she was, she was there and, um, I was talking to Marcy and Marcy's like, yeah, you know, like we're okay, but have you seen Shannon's work? And I was like, no, I don't know who Shannon is. So like, as we're walking around downtown in the middle of Wisconsin, I'm like looking at her Instagram and like dialed lighting, you know, like I would say you're probably one of the better photographers Shannon I've ever seen it off, um, off camera lighting for sure. No, well, thank you. Yeah, so, I didn't even realize that. Didn't realize you were looking me up at after dark, so, but thank yeah. you. That's I, awesome. I stalk you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not realize that. So that's, that's really awesome because you're so good. You and Ki- Kaya, is it Kaya or it's Kaya? It is Kaya. Yes, it is Kaya. Thank okay. you. Okay. You both yeah. guys are both great. So that is a huge compliment coming from you. Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, okay. So let's just kind of jump into the questions and kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Shannon, we're going to start at the beginning here. And so um, can you share a little bit of uh, like your expertise or what you feel like you're known for? I feel like I'm, I think I am known for lighting. Um, you mean in the photography world or with my business? Yes. yes. In the photography yeah, or, world, I, yeah. I, I would say it's lighting. I actually teach lighting at the Modern Senior Imagine. Um I, I guess that's it. I've really never asked anybody, but like, you know, that's the thing you noticed, Matt, when you looked at my work. So I would say that that's it. And then what about like on your photography side, like with your clients, um, what do you think you're known for? Well, seniors, senior portrait photography. I'm pretty much known for that in my area. I do still do everything. I'm in such a small town. My, my The high school across the road from my studio graduates like 60 to 70 kids a year. So, and I, I will say we have about seven small schools around in the area that graduate the same number, but nobody, we just don't have any big schools. So I'm in such a small town that I'm really the only, which our town is not even incorporated. So when I say that I'm the only photography studio in the, in town, that's not really saying a lot, but, but I really am. So I still do everything, even though I specialize in senior portrait photography. Okay. So I have a question about that. Cause I didn't realize your town was so small. Mm-hmm. We're too busy cutting jokes to, uh, to know about that. So, so how do you, how do you stay like sharp and on top of it? Like where's that internal motivation? Cause if you're the only game in town, like it'd be really easy for you to get lazy and just not do much. You know what I mean? Like, well, it really all kind of started last year, and 
I had never been to really anything, any conferences. I'd been to nothing until I went to sync last year because my kids were home. They were getting ready for college and I knew that they wouldn't be there that much long. You know, they would be headed to college soon. So I wouldn't go to anything. One time I, I wouldn't even go to imaging when it was in Nashville, which is about two hours for me. So when I went to sync for the first time last year, it was like an entire new world just opened up for me. And, you know, I, I realized that even though I had learned a lot on my own, I had learned through books and YouTube, it's, there's something about learning with, when you're with other people, with your peers and, and at conferences. So I really think that motivates me to stay on top of things now because I realized just how much, how incredible it is to be around your peers and learn from them and pick up things, which since I went to sync last year, I went to lots of things since then. And I think that keeps me on top of things. I just, yeah, but, but, and you've been in business for like 13 years. So it's not like, you know, you're not like new game in town. Oh no, no. Uh, I've been in business 13 years, but, and really I look back on the stuff that I was doing five, seven, 13 years ago. And it's, I think the quality is the same as what I've been doing in the last year. It's just more fun. I guess that's what I should say. It's more fun when you're around your peers. Yeah. So you know, five, seven years ago, all you were doing was collecting Denny backgrounds, right? That's what you, that's, that was your hobby. <laughs> Pretty much. No, nah. Kaya, Kaya, she has like the complete catalog. Like, <laughs> I do, do you shoot for them then? How does that work? Well, it's just, you know, if they've ever needed anything, if they've ever needed a backdrop drop photograph, but I had bought so many from them and, you know, I would send them images of the ones. So no, I don't no, I don't work for Denny's. You know, I think they're a great company. They're my backdrop company. They're the only ones I buy backdrops from, but I don't work for them. Yeah. So you've that, that's really interesting. I just assumed you did. I saw your stuff and I thought, Oh, well, they must just hire her to photograph their backgrounds. <laughs> no, no. Jordan is the, you know, Denny's photographer and he's great, but we're really good friends. And I, that is just such a great company. They are a family owned company. They, this, you know, the sisters and Denny still works there. It's just, it's just a great family owned company. And I just like them all so much that. She bought 305 backgrounds from him and they're like, we can call this Shannon lady and see what she's up to. <laughs> I do have a lot of backgrounds. I really do. Yeah. That, so to awesome. clarify for our listeners, if you go to Shannon's uh, Instagram or website, it, you will see a lot of uh, backgrounds that you could have similar ones from Den- Denny Manufacturing. So that's what we're talking about right there. Oh, um, yes. Okay. So Shannon, this is, uh, one of my questions for you though, is, you know, you said you had never been to any, um, conferences or things like that until your kids were, you knew your kids were kind of out of the house. Why is that? Did you just like to stay home with them or were you just too busy? Well, I was always busy. My business is, is, I've been busy for years. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but there was that. I didn't want to miss anything that they were doing. I didn't want to miss anything at school. You know, any, they were always involved in sports, always involved in so many things. There was just, it felt like there was no time for that. So Mm -hmm. once they went off to college, now I have tons of free time. So, well, I wouldn't say, no, I'm still busy. I don't have tons of free time, but I do travel more. Yeah. Yeah. You're not worried about missing anything. You can make your plans only on your schedule, really. You exactly. Don't have to worry about exactly. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. So our next question is, what do you feel like, uh, wh- one of the things you've said is you are busy and you've been busy all along. So it doesn't sound like you've come up against like, 
a time uh, where you've worried about getting business. Is that true? That is true. Okay. So what do you feel like it is the thing that works for you or what do you feel like is really working now for you and your business? I feel like that being in a small town, word of mouth is the most important thing that, that I have going for me. And it, it really is. I feel like if you are just good to people and you uh-huh. exceed their expectations and you're good to them and you take care of them. And that's why I say I, I love shooting senior portraits and that is mainly what I do. But if somebody needs something else, I'm going to do that too. It may not be my favorite thing to do, but because it's almost like a small town doctor, you kind of have to take care of everything. And I do that. And because I, I do that, I just feel like the word of mouth and the good customer service is why I'm so busy. And, and the model program, the model program has really kept me busy too. I mean, it keeps the model program. I have so many models and of course they are clients. So just right off the bat, you've got, if I have 25, 30 models, that's 25 or 30 seniors that I'll shoot that year. Yeah. So do you photograph weddings then? I do not. There is one on my website or on my Facebook page, not on my website, just because it was a friend, a friend that mm-hmm. her daughter grew up with my boys. And it was just a really, really small wedding. But no, I would never shoot like I, I have no desire. I, don't, I won't say never, but I have no desire to shoot weddings. Yeah. So you do say no to that. You, I you did say no to that. Yeah. <laughs> weddings are the one. That is the only thing I really say no to. I'll do engagement sessions, but I will say no to weddings. So I have a question. So you're saying word of mouth and exceeding expectations is, is the secret to your business. So I think, tell me if I'm right or wrong and if you even think about this, but part of exceeding expectations is like setting expectations from the beginning, right? Because like, I'll give you an example. This, I'm not going to go too far down on this tangent, Kaya, but like I have my house, I'm getting some repair work done in my house. I have this giant hole in my living room for my roof. It's a mess. And at first it was okay, but now like the contractor is like, yeah, you know, I'll text you guys on Monday and then it'll be like four o'clock on Monday. We still haven't heard from him. So then it's like he set an expectation and then didn't meet it. And so then it doesn't feel like very good service, even if, in the end result, it's the same. So do you think about how you set expectations for people to, to exceed them or do you just naturally kind of do it or what goes through your head with that? I actually think I just naturally do it because I'm very worried about, you know, I I always want to make sure my customer service is good. So I don't, I, I don't really set, I mean, of course I tell them what to expect, but I pretty much try to, you know, live up to those expectations. And then I do, I try to go above with everything. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's like, no matter what you tell them, you're like, okay, I told them I'm going to do this. Now what's the little bit of extra I could go on it? Well, yes. And if, if, if say I told somebody I would have their gallery up the, the, on, on, on a certain day, and for some reason I didn't, then I usually will message them. I'll be apologizing and, you know, explaining or, I don't know. I always try to make things right if I slip up. So I'm, yeah. and I do, I think that's just good customer service. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very good. Um, okay. So now that you've really gotten involved in kind of the bigger photography world, what is the one thing that you're most fired up about in the industry today? Well, uh, you know, technical things I'm so fired up about, or of course the high speed sync flashes, mirrorless camera, you know, all that. But really what I'm fired up about the industry is all of the educational opportunities that are out there. All of the people that are just willing to help you pretty much 
the people. I'm fired up about the people and how good people are in our industry. I mean, do you guys not think that it's just so incredible when you go to any of these conferences or anything like that? People are just so willing to help you all the time. You know, if you need anything or education or they're always willing to to just reach out and they want you to succeed. I feel like that everybody I've run into is trying. They really seem to be invested in your success. I don't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, And here's another way I think about it too and i this just came to me the other day like sometimes you meet like a salty photographer you know that's just like grumpy or burnout or whatever it is and i think they stick out like a sore thumb not because they're more grumpy than anybody else in the world but because our industry is so good and so willing to help that they're in a sharp contrast to the average person in the industry you know what i mean so when someone is burnout or not willing to help or jaded like you're like, that's not normal because the normal in our industry is like, how can I help you? You know, what can I show you? You know, who I, can I connect you with so that, you know, you have the, the thing that you need to improve your business this week kind of thing. Cause that's the norm. That is exactly right. And exactly how I feel. Just every, if you give people the chance, I feel like a lot of people don't really give people the chance to help them. If you're standoffish and if you, don't really get in there and interact with people. Of course, people are not usually going to go out of their way to just track you down. But if you're just trying just a little bit, the people that will help you is just, it's amazing to me. And I never realized it until I started going to things. And, you know, even though I was successful in my bit, my business was good before I ever went to anything. I've already just, just in the past year, I have changed so much and it's just so much better. And it's better because I've had so many people that are just out there willing to help me. Yeah. So, so here's a question for you. So like when I met you at after dark, you know, you're, you're hanging out with all, all the fancy people, you know, and, uh, and that's true. Like at sync and stuff too. And I mean, did you just approach those people and just say like, Hey, I'm Shannon and like, just talk to them. Like, I mean, how did you become fast friends with so many people? Well, uh, you know, Marcy, Marcy and Christy know everybody. And I was friends with them. We met actually years ago on a photography forum. So even though I didn't go, you know, out of my little comfort or out of my little studio area, I knew people online. You know, there was so many photography groups. Uh, it was back when Pro Forum, the one I was on was I Love Photography. Y'all probably don't. I don't know. Do y'all remember that one? No, oh, I yeah. don't. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, ILP. Well, we, was true. Mal, was she? Did she come up out of that one? I don't think she did. She may. She been, did. Okay, it was a different one for her. Well, okay. there were so so many at the time, yeah. but. I love photography was like my main one. And I was really a frequent poster, you know. So when you would do the forums, you know, you had your people that posted a lot. So I was a a pretty good poster. And so I probably, I knew a lot of people. I knew Marcy from there. Actually, we still have, you know, we still have connections through that group. There are so many ways that you can have connections in the industry, even if you never go anywhere. And because with online now, I mean, you know, you can thank you. You can know so many people without actually ever meeting them personally. So even though, but I had met Marcy in person, Marcy and Christy and our little group from that I had met. And the reason we went to, you know, she was speaking at sync last year and it was the, you know, we all went to support Marcy at sync cause it was her, she'd, you know, that was her first big stage presentation. So 
even though I didn't know people, I kind of did know people, if that makes sense. Through them. Yeah, that, make, that makes sense for sure. But there's yeah. so many. Okay, because yeah, I just wondered because I, you know, I like I said, we've only you know been friends for like a year or so, and um, it seems like you kind of know everybody. But I think some of it, I think, is just your personality. Like you're so much fun to be around. But then also that makes sense, kind of how it all evolved for sure. Well, and even Jordan from Denny's, I didn't know Jordan. I did not know Jordan. Like Jordan and I are great friends, but I did not know him until Sync last year. I mean, I had went one year the trade show was at Nashville, and one year in Atlanta, and I was so excited because my stuff was going to be in the Denny's booth. So I actually drove out just for the trade show. So uh, I had met him at the trade show booth, it was either in Atlanta or Nashville, but that, I just kind of basically spoke to the Denny's people and that was it. But I really met him. It was the 2000, see, this was 2019, 2018 scene was the first time I'd met him. So yeah, that was really, I made so many, you can make so many friends at these things and so many connections. So most of my new friends came from sync. Yeah. Well, and that, and sync's amazing in that fact that there's not this like divide between like the speakers and the attendees you know what i mean like there's there's not that fake wall up at all Absolutely. like it feels like you can you can just walk up and say hey you're going to lunch and just join people at lunch and hang out and it's so cool absolutely so, and if you walk around those trade shows i know this past year i kind of worked the denny's booth and then dan Rowe and gary box were working the uh, a booth right beside me and we were just shooting together and anybody that came up it's like the the education there was just like if anybody had wanted to they could have just hung out there the whole time and just learned so much about lighting i did you know even though i've been shooting studio lighting for years and i'm really comfortable with it you can always pick up you know something from somebody else if it whether it's yeah. i've always said you can learn something from anybody whether it's a pose a lighting style a lighting pattern or, or not even a pattern but just some kind of little lighting trick that they do it's great to just be around those people and they're so willing to help you all the time so a lot of yeah. making friends i was just like hanging out at these booths and being like sucking up all the information i could yeah that's awesome well, okay cool think, on that i think part ahead. of shannon's uh Part of your uh, ability to make friends is also your accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, probably, <laughs> it's probably not coming over so well right now, but. Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Awesome. I think it's a great uh, juxtaposition, though, because, you know, your accent is so sweet and your, your personality is so sweet, but you're obviously super sharp to be able to pick up on, you know, all of the technical things that you need to be able to do to do the lighting and that type of thing that you do. So, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, Hey, let's take a break real quick. And when we come back, um, we'll do the lightning round and then you can give us some parting guidance. Shannon. So be right back. Hey everyone. Tell me if this sounds familiar, you look at your calendar and notice you need clients now. So you do a little marketing and get some phone calls. You get busy helping those new clients. They schedule sessions, they place orders, and life is good. But once they're done, your calendar is empty again. The reason is you didn't have time to market while you were busy. Sometimes your business feels like a roller coaster. And let me tell you something, it is. And believe me, you're not alone. Photographers everywhere have the same problem. But I have some great news. Matt's business, Allison Ragsdale Photography, after years of trial and error, has cracked the code. It works so well, he's created a new class all about it. It's called Get Clients Now, a dead, simple approach to getting photography clients. Everyone at From Nothing to Profit is excited to share this info with you because this system helped Matt and Allison book hundreds of clients this year at their studio. And the best part about this system is that it's simple to set up and it works while you're sleeping. 
No hard selling or creepy marketing. All you have to do is help your clients answer their most pressing questions. Clients love the system and say it is the number one reason they book with Matt and Allison. If you're interested in learning more about this system, go to photopodcast.co forward slash simple. Matt has created a short free video that introduces this system. If you like what you hear, podcaster listeners get an exclusive discount on the full class. So make sure you go to photopodcast.co forward slash simple and sign up for the free video. It will help you book more clients now and create the business you've always wanted. Okay, welcome back. We are so excited to have you all here. We are interviewing Shannon Ashley, senior photographer from, uh, where are you from again, Shannon? Bryant, Alabama. I'm in the extreme northeast corner of Alabama. Okay, that's what I thought. I was going to say Alabama, and then I thought, oh no. I I always uh, second guess myself with these. So, Well, because, and me me too, because I think, when I think of Alabama, I think of like coastal Alabama. And mm-hmm. so you always talk about like Nashville and stuff being so close. So then I always want to say you're from Tennessee, but you're actually still in Alabama. Oh, yeah. So. And I'm even on the eastern time zone because we're a mile from uh, the Tennessee line and a mile from the Georgia line. I'm like right in the tri-state little area. Okay. So, uh, cool. Shannon, we want to know, uh, you've been a photographer. You've had your business for 13 years. And so before that, did you uh, want to be a photographer? What was holding you back from becoming full-time? Um, probably, I really, I don't know what was holding me back. I was a nurse before that. So I was working part-time as a nurse and then I kind of just slowly started doing photography on the side. Well, then it just, it immediately got pretty busy within like the first year. I pretty much got so busy that I quit my nursing job, but I was only working part-time. It wasn't a full-time job at the time. So I really didn't have anything holding me back when I decided to do it. I, I did it. Yeah. Well, and that's so interesting. Like, when I think about people getting burned out from their jobs, it's like nurses, teachers, and then photographers. You know what I mean? So did you feel burned out when you were doing nursing or not really? No, not really. I really had a good job, but I just, you know, I loved photography. It was, it, the, it was going really well for me. So it wasn't, I did enjoy the nursing job too. I never really had a major conflict with it, but it was just, I was so okay. busy with photography. I just didn't have time to do it. Okay. So yeah. So like the photography thing kind of grew and took over. Yeah. It just, it kind of grew. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I got a couple of questions for you um, around money. So the first one is like, if I gave you a thousand dollars right now, what would you buy that was like photo related or what would you tell our audience to buy that's photo related? Well, the really the thing I would save the thousand dollars because I really want the Sigma Art 105 lens. But since I only have a thousand dollars, I would invest it in education. I would invest it in a conference. I would invest it in, and actually, I would probably invest it. You know, there are just so many. There's um, Ubox, Imagine. There's so many and so much education there that even I'm a really good shooter. I'm really comfortable with natural light. But I have, I really could use some sales, sales education. So I would probably invest that money in really getting my sales up there, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, we just did a fantastic interview. So uh, listen to the interview with Chris Scott Mm -hmm. and he has some great stuff. Awesome. You'll you'll like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so you would buy the 105 art lens that you've been staring at. Oh, yes. But it's too much for a thousand bucks. So then you do education 
and then you would buy like three more backgrounds secretly, right? Yeah, probably, because this is what I always say. Even though I really want that Sigma <laughs> art, I'm not even joking. People don't notice your lens when you change a lens. If you've got all the focal lengths you need, you're good. They're not going to notice if I'm shooting with an 85 or a 105. But if I get a new backdrop, people will notice that. <laughs> and they will notice yeah. I've got my eye on that. There's an egg chair from Target. It's like $400. Actually, I'd probably spend that 1000 on new background props and that egg chair from Target. So. <laughs> <laughs> but people will notice that. They will notice if I put that egg chair in my studio. <laughs> All right. That's funny. True, but yeah. funny. Okay. So okay, but now so now I give you a thousand dollars as well. So what would you not buy in the industry with it? Or what would you tell people not to spend that thousand dollars on? Well, this is just me personally because I just don't, I'm not interested in my website design and logos. I just don't put a lot of effort in that stuff. I'm more worried about shooting and and equipment than I am about that. So my website is a square space. I think it's not that much every year. And I know that people will invest a lot of money in that, but that's just one of those things I personally wouldn't, not saying there's anything right or wrong with it because, you know, it's whatever's your, whatever you like, but I would not spend the thousand dollars on a new website because I'd be like, well, my Squarespace is fine. Nobody, my clients can't tell the difference. So I'm good with that. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, cause as long as it's like, as long as your website and stuff is over like a certain bar, then it's fine. Right. You know, you, you can notice a really bad website, but you know, like as long as your website is decent, right. not and, that many people are going to tell. And there's a lot of pretty inexpensive options now. And they're, they're just so user friendly that even I'm not that, technical with all the website design and all that but even i can figure them out they're so easy yeah well and your instagram is really really what's important for your seniors i feel like and you definitely pay good attention to that i agree and i do focus on the instagram a lot i'm very i don't i'm not one of those people that thinks you have to have certain colors and your scheme has to be just all perfect but i'm pretty picky about what i actually post on it yes yeah that makes sense Sure. Well, and, and, and I think you have like you, people focus on scheme and color and all that stuff because they're trying to create consistency. Mm-hmm. I think your work is so consistent that you, it just naturally happens when you just post your work. Well, thank you. And I, I do feel like that. I even, I still shoot natural light a lot too. So I shoot natural light off camera flash studio. And I do think that I don't, I guess my editing style is so consistent that I can pull all those images together and they do still flow well together. And when I do an album, I, I pretty much have a little bit of everything in it and the album will still flow really nicely. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, and and, okay. and just real quick, so we're talking about your Instagram. So it's at it's actually photography, um, A T C H L E Y photography is what you're on Instagram, yes, right? That's it. Okay. Actually, and then what, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, and then what do you use for editing? Photoshop. I, I'm. I still use Photoshop. I pull the images. I'm still using Adobe Camera Raw to pull the images in, convert them to JPEG, and then I just edit in Photoshop. Okay, that's that's interesting. It's always fun, you know, because you have a very, like you said, you have a very consistent color, Mm -hmm. very consistent, um, uh, like contrast and depth to your images. And so, um, yeah, that's, it's always, uh, because a lot of people that I know that have that kind of color use uh, Capture One. I don't, Uh, but you know, I have a program that I've been using for years. It's a plug-in and it's called uh Pictacolor. And I swear by this program. I just, I really love this program. It's like a plug-in like portraiture or topaz, anything in it. 
it's the same as that, but you pull it in, you pull your picture in and it will, it has these little bars for your skin tones and your black levels and your white levels. And most of the time I've never used the white levels, but the black level, I just feel like that is a big thing with my color is that I used to Mm -hmm. color, but I think it's kind of an, I don't even know if it's still a popular plugin, but I personally love it. So what is it called? Pick to color. P-I-C-T-O-C-O-L-O-R. Because I think uh, what I like about your images so much is that you like, I don't know, you have a lot of contrast, but you don't like clip your blacks. So you have true blacks in your image, but they're not clipped. You know what I mean? So like you have a picture of a girl with like with dark hair or whatever, you're not losing a lot of detail in here. You still see all the highlights and stuff in her hair where a lot of times people will just clip it and it would just become like kind of this dark blob, you know, and you do a really good job of maintaining the the detail in, in the in the shadows, which is really, really pretty. Well, thank you. I actually check that. <laughs> I check it on my images to make sure that I'm not clipping too much, to clipping the shadows too much, or that I'm not overexposing the highlights. So Yeah, and it, it shows. It shows big well, thank time. Thank you. So Okay, so let's go on to our next question. So what is the best advice you've ever received? Well, it's not really advice that I have gotten gotten from a person, but I've just read this so many times and I think it is so true. But it's if you are the smartest person in the room, you need to find another room. So when I go anywhere, like I'm always looking for somebody smarter than me, always somebody that's better than me. Because I want to go to, I, I want to be kind of a sponge to that person. I always want to be learning and being educated by somebody that knows more than I do. So I get, I mean, I just, that, that is just something that has always stuck in my head through, I, I may have read it. So I don't know where I've read it, but I guess that That's was fantastic. The, the advice that I have for people is, or that, that has affected me the most. So I'm always looking for somebody that's better than me. So if you're at a conference and I'm hanging with you, it's probably because I think you're better than me and I want to learn what you're doing. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. Very that's good. Awesome. Yeah, it, it it also explains why why you're, she's hanging out with who she's hanging out with, Matt. That's yeah, that. exactly. that's why I was hanging out yeah. with you, yeah. Matt and Kyle. I, I know, was hanging right? out with you at hey, I mean, one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, hey, n- next year's our year, Shannon. Exactly, at I'm so excited about that. Thing. So I'm going to take a total tangent. Sorry, Kaya, but okay. every year Sync does these competitions where like they do like Instagram awards and they call them like Instagrammies. And Shannon, I feel like this is the year that we can take down all those guys that win every year with their silly posts. I feel like this is the year you and I can I win. I agree. I think we that can, we just need We can win an Instagrammy. Gonna, we are going to win an Instagrammy next year. They're yeah, gonna, there you yes, go. <laughs> we're going to do it. I don't know. They're pretty good, though. I'm kind of... We're going to have to really pull deep to, to win that one because they're good. Yeah, but we need to talk and like start planning it exactly. now. Because yes. I don't remember what the theme of Sync this year is. It's like new road or a, a better different way. way to get somewhere. Yeah. Different a way. way. And I feel like we could, we could do like a funny video, like showing us how we got to sync or something. No, like that'd that. be good. Oh, now and you're you, putting it on the podcast, Matt. So I know. Well, I was thinking I could just film Shannon hitchhiking across Alabama. <laughs> is what I could Bring us back on task. Kaya. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, okay, so uh, Shannon, uh, share one of your personal habits that you think contributes to your success. Oh, I get up at like four o'clock central, five o'clock Eastern time every day. And pretty much 
I, I work in the mornings before anybody else is up and I get things done. And I'm always like, and I also, ex- I get on the treadmill every day and I t- plug in YouTube videos of lighting and just educational things. And so I'm constantly just trying to learn while I'm, you know, there's always something to learn, but I'm doing that. I, I exercise on the, on the treadmill, watching those YouTube videos, but also working. So pretty much my day, by the time 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock comes around, I'm pretty much good for the day because if I don't get it done before lunchtime, it's probably not going to happen. So it's those early morning habits for me that make me make me do better. Wow. So I, we've talked to a lot of people that do that. So what do you do the rest of the day then? Well, I still work, but you know, then you're getting distracted. You're getting phone calls. You've got chats going. I mean, it's just so much more peaceful at five o'clock in the morning before everybody wakes up. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm and still then, working, but just not as productive. Yeah. yeah. And then do you uh, go to bed early then? Oh, yeah. Or do you just not... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm an early bird too. So I'm like nine o'clock, I'm out. And you pretty much, you know, I'm pretty useless after nine o'clock. So yeah. definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. And then the next question is, what is an internet resource that you would recommend to people? YouTube. I love YouTube. You can find, if I have any if photography related or just life related, anything you want to learn, you can pretty much learn on YouTube. So I'm always getting on there. If there's some kind of lighting thing I'm not sure about or just anything at all. I just put it, type it into YouTube and there it comes. Even just editing tips, uh, sk- tips to get your skies blue or anything like that you can find on YouTube. So YouTube is like my go-to. Thing. Yeah, I love it. That's fantastic. Um, and then uh, are you a reader? Uh, actually, yes. Not okay, as consistently good. as I used to be, but I am. And uh, the reason I ask is because some people we've asked this, you know, like recommend a book and they go, oh, I don't really read. <laughs> so then I feel bad. So I wanted to ask it that way first. So, so what would you recommend? Do you have any books that you recommend? To people? I do. And you know, when I say that I didn't go anywhere or, you know, th- and do learn, you know, education that way for the first 13 years, I would read constantly. And I don't know if they still do them, but was Amherst used to have books all the time. And pretty much you could learn anything. There's a Christopher Gray lighting book. I mean, it's still, it's still so full of information. But those Amherst books, I seriously would have bookcases full of them. They're all just great. And uh, did you ask me what I'm reading now that I would recommend? Oh, that'd be lovely. Okay, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked with my love of those Amherst books, you know. Yeah, they're, they're great. Yeah. You can, that is, there was so much education packed in those books. If people would just take the time to actually read them, it's still relevant. But uh, right now I'm reading the Lindsay Adler posing book. It's great. Um, it's another one. I think I just, I mean, I don't know. I've got a bookshelf full of, of books. I, I do read a lot, just, you know, educational photography books, things like that. Yeah. 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 That's fun. Okay. And then Matt, do you want to finish up with our questions? Yeah. So, so Shannon, give um, two things. So give our audience some parting guidance that just, you know, whatever you would tell them to do, look out for, whatever. Um, and then just share also how they can connect with you. Okay. Parting guidance. I, I still am such a firm believer on, you know, hanging out or, or, or learning from the people that when you go to things, don't be shy. Go up to the, and especially when they're doing those demos at the trade shows, they want you to come up to them. They want you to come up to them. They want to explain things to you. And there is so much education there that, that people don't participate in. You know, I, I worked the booths for 
two days or the whole time that we were at sync and you would be surprised at how many people just go around to the trade show and don't really I don't know if I, I think sometimes people are a little shy maybe they don't want to go up to these people because it is some of the what did you call them the fancy people <laughs> not me but yeah. the, you know some of the ones that are there they are very well known in the industry and they are a little intimidating but if you'll just talk to them they are awesome and they just want to help you so don't be afraid to go up to these people and just Ask them questions. There is no dumb question because if there has been a dumb question, I promise I have asked it. So uh, (laughs) there is nothing. Nobody ever makes you feel like a question is stupid. I have never been around anybody that, that really, even the, you know, the, the top of the industry, they do not make you feel stupid. So don't be afraid to just go up to people and learn. And, and most people are so proud. They love to share their knowledge. So yeah, because they worked really hard, you know, and we're we're exactly where you were at some point, and so they're they're they've seen it now on the other side, and they want to bring exactly. you up, and so they're all for sharing. They are it. all for your success. They really are, and I and like you said, the the exception. There are a few people in an in industry that is that are an exception, but for the most part, people want you to succeed, and they love photography so much that they really want to share what they know. It's not, they're not being arrogant either. They're being, they just love it and they want to share what they love. Okay. So, and then, so how can people connect with you? So share your website, you know, share your Instagram again. Um, Where are you teaching in this next year? All that stuff. Okay. My website is www.actuallyphotography.com. Facebook, Actually Photography, and Instagram is Actually Photography. I am going to be teaching at Modern Senior Imagine in June and October. And I will be at Sync next year in the spring. And I do, I mentor a lot and people usually just message me on Facebook or email me for that. And we set that up on an individual basis. Okay, cool. So they can just reach out to you on Instagram or Facebook or something. Like oh, that. absolutely. Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. This was awesome. I've, I've been looking forward to your recording your show for a while now. So thanks so much. Well, thank you for having me. It was great. It was, this is my first podcast, so I really didn't know what to expect, but you guys just made it so easy that yeah. nothing so simple. It's just, yeah. it's just a conversation. It's no different than talking on the phone to us. You know? Oh, absolutely. So. And you guys are such, so great at, at moving the conversation along. Well, Kai and I try. We, uh, we, we weren't always good, huh, Kai? We used to stumble <laughs> over each other a lot. I'm sure we can get better, too. Shannon, thank you so much for being on here. We really appreciate it. And um, go back and enjoy the rest of your vacation at the beach. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business you've always wanted. See you on the next episode of From Nothing to Profit.